Welcome to Gain That Tune. What's going on, everybody? It is Game That Tune back in the house once again. It's ya boy, John Harrington here. We got John Regan with us. Say hey. Hey. We got Jesse Morris. Say hey. Hey. And we got David Fleming. Say hey. Hey. Fantastic, guys. Welcome back. Game That Tune, episode 182 in the house and man, this is uh, this is gonna be a fun one. A uh, nice laid-back evening. I feel like uh, I feel like with these uh, special uh, special milestone episodes, this, the pressure comes off a little bit. Everybody just kind of you know lets it lets it ride a little bit easier. And uh, you know we have a, we have a good show coming up. Uh, if you're just joining us here on Game That Tune, we are gonna listen to some video game music. We've each brought three songs from a game. We're gonna try to guess each other's games based on the songs. A little bit of trivia, goof off, have a lot of fun. Winner at the end of the night picks a theme for the next episode and plays some bonus tunes. And our winner last week truly was John Regan. So, uh, Johnny, uh, there's a reason you were the winner last week, so tell them what the theme is for this week's episode. Yeah, what's so nice about every 26 episodes is we do a redo episode, as is tradition. Uh, so last week, when I was when we were one episode away from redo... I win because I don't have to really think of a theme because I'm very much not good at that. Yes. Uh, so yeah, this week was going to be a redo, which means that nobody really cares that much about winning because they don't get to pick a theme. I don't really care about picking a theme, so I won and off we go. <laughs> yeah, I feel um, like you're showing a little too much behind the curtain there, John. Yeah, no, John, you know, you're more just supposed to say that you know it's a redo episode. We're a podcast of laws. And uh, you know we we abide by the uh, the ancient GTT laws that every twenty six episodes we revisit games that we've previously used on the podcast. Wait, Mom, uh, I'm 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 I, again I'm confused. I'm looking back, David. I don't think my curtain back there is pulled back that far. I don't quite understand what you're talking about here. Hmm, that is a joke Boo. that's going to work. Johnny killing the fantastic in podcast form. That's just glorious, John. <laughs> As Glow. glorious as your gray curtains. Um, good <laughs> lord. Do the uh, carpets match the drapes? <laughs> uh, you know they do. His, oh, his whole drapery carpet <laughs> setup is gray. Uh, John, I hope you realize when you, create, like, house. when you create the episode art for this, you're going to have to put curtains on it somewhere. Oh, yeah. It's, There's gonna be it's a, curtains for you, kid. A drawn back gray, just delightful, glorious curtain. Google uh, image search dull curtains. Meat curtains. First answer. Hmm, this is you know. See, I got it's so fast. I usually don't have to cut awful, awful shit out of the first part of the episode <laughs> oh, and put yeah. it behind the credits. But you know, here we are. This is all cutting room floor. Uh, so anyway, uh, Johnny's awful explanation and joke aside. <laughs> Uh, yes, Game That Tune tradition dictates that every 26 episodes we revisit games that we previously used on the show. So we got four great games tonight, no fan requests. We've tried that in the past, and it's kind of odd having people request games that we already used on the show. Uh, I, I don't know. It's just uh, it's a time to revisit games that we want to want to you know, revisit on the show. So 
it's going to be a lot of fun, a lot of great tunes, and uh, Johnny, um, close those fucking curtains, and let's uh, let's start with game one. Game one.
In one of the additional modes to this game that was added via DLC, two of the main characters are modeled after American rappers Tupac Shakur and the Notorious B.I.G. Alright, Johnny, got yourself ready for that hat trick button? <laughs> so, uh, we have a hat trick. Everyone says Splatoon 2. Well played. 
So this is Splatoon 2. That hat trick was questionable at best. <laughs> uh, why do you say that? I saw Splatoon 2 on everyone's board. <laughs> Eventually. <laughs> now, I i mean, I will admit, um, Jesse, we might have to talk about the lighting because there was some, like, reflection off of your board. I couldn't yeah, quite see, player. like, the bottom half, but, you know, there mm-hmm. was a two there for sure. Yeah. Yeah, once his hand moved in the uh, motion of drawing, it's 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 all good. Uh, yeah, this is not the episode to get competitive on. Uh, so, <laughs> it's really not. No, it's not. Uh, man, yeah, what a game this uh, Splatoon Two. Maybe you've heard of it. Uh, maybe you used to play it. Um, that's see, um, that's something that I'm I'm glad you brought up because the final <laughs> Splatfest for Splatoon 2 has happened, and so many people were posting online like, "Oh, R.I.P. Splatoon 2. I guess the game's over." It's like, no, the the game continues on. You realize this? Like, until right. the server shut down, you can keep playing this. Yeah, but how, how is do the you want community? To? Do people still play it? They have. Um, actually, I was playing it um, another about a day or two ago. It was like getting nostalgic and everything and jumped in there and you can still find matches very easily like the community's still going strong for it um and i feel like this is one of those games that was made for redo episodes because when we first had this on episode 74 it's like yeah the game's out it's fun it's enjoyable it's everything you loved about the first platoon but slightly better um now things are a little bit different splatfests are over uh, they have a DLC expansion, the Octo expansion, which is incredible because it basically fixes the problems that the game had. Like, the game's single player was fun and enjoyable, little light on content, little light on story. Uh, the Octo expansion is amazing. It's significantly more difficult, it's more challenging. Um, the main, like, single player, it's just kind of like those weird platforming levels. This breaks everything down into, like, weird little challenges. It, honestly, it reminds me of Portal, where you kind of go through, like, every room, and there's, like, okay, here's a fun little challenge, beat that, okay, on to the next room. Um, And the game adds a lot of story, and I know a lot of people don't play Splatoon for the story, but if you are looking for it, it's there. The final boss is insane. And it actually, they tied into the final boss of the Octo expansion in the um, the final Splatfest, which was one of the coolest references and one of the best damn things ever as a fan. Plus, you get to play as Octolings. It doesn't really change anything, but they're adorable. And now you have that feature. Yeah, no, that sounds exactly like uh, what they should be doing. I mean, seriously, Portal is like a great thing to model your... Uh, like gun shooting puzzle-ish uh, platforming game on like uh, you know, I'm glad they added that in never played it uh, but you know I'm glad that it's there because uh, you know yeah I like Splatoon 2 it's the it's the first Splatoon I played it's charming it's cool I like uh, I like most things about it it's kind of uh, you know it came and went something else popped to the system and then once it was like ah oh, well you know I keep missing these Splatfests Oh, now the Splatfests are over. Hmm. That's kind of a letdown. It doesn't seem like it's that hard for Nintendo to crank these things out and, you know, really enrich this community, but hey, whatever. Um, yeah. It is what it is. I guess they can't, you know, can't come up with easy, uh, you know, comparison things to, you know, I don't know, theme 
uh, tournaments around every few weeks. It's, I don't know. They, sh they should have more of those. It was so simple. Like, you know, ketchup versus, was it mayonnaise? <laughs> it was ketchup versus yeah. mayonnaise. That's, I mean, that's a weird one Which, to debate. I would have gone ketchup versus mustard just for the striking colors, but the, the mayonnaise was fun because it looked like you were coming all over those stages. It was yeah. gooey. <laughs> I was going to say... I you Go know, ahead, I think I think the reason of ketchup versus mayonnaise was it's about what you dip your fries in, right? However, have you tried dipping your fries in like Dijon mustard? It's amazing. I've and dipped my fries my in everything, John. Whoa! Dip yeah. your fries in a Wendy's Frosty. Absolutely. Yeah, that's delicious. Unquestionable. Dip your fries in um, Taco Bell black beans. Yeah. Taco Bell served black beans? I mean, Those I've gotten the taco fries. I've got the nacho fries. You know, I haven't I mean, I haven't really dipped them in a whole lot of things. I don't care for Taco Bell's fries. Um, but I mean, yeah, John, sauce-wise, the the debate, there's no real debate. All sauces are great. That's the problem. That's <laughs> you know, they're doing ketchup, you know, ketchup versus mayonnaise, mustard versus fucking, you know, relish, uh, fucking mustard salsa versus, versus frosties. Salsa versus <laughs> gravy. I mean, like, you know, it's just like, no, 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 it's all good. Dip anything you want, baby. <laughs> like, oh my god, I got me thinking of Thanksgiving with salsa on my turkey. Ooh, Ooh. yeah. <laughs> See, I oh, fill my turkey. Disgusting. I fill my turkey with French fries and then dip the whole thing in a fryer full of salsa. Oh, and, uh, dude, it comes it comes out pretty great. And then from oh that, my. you make the gravy. <laughs> Deep fried turkey, and instead of stuffing, it's stuffed with French fries. <laughs> oh, the whole thing's done in like forty five minutes, and mm -hmm. it's delicious. Oh, that sounds great. It's phenomenal. Um. Oh. But that doesn't come up in Splatoon 2, does it, David? <laughs> Actually, I was going to say, it's like I love that you went to the ketchup versus mayonnaise platfest, because I believe you brought that up the last time we discussed this game, because I distinctly remember you asking, where the fuck is mustard? Yeah, I mean... It's a redo yeah. episode. Yeah. So yeah. it goes. Uh, you know, that, that goes to show you how many of those splatfests I played. In the time since this game's release, and the time of you using it on the show like a week after its release... That's how many Splatfests I played. I still remember ketchup versus mayonnaise. So, oh well. Um, keep going, David. Tell us more about uh, what's the uh, what was the trivia thing? Uh, Tupac yeah, so, and Biggie. Um, yeah, so they're alive. Uh, <laughs> so it seems yeah, disrespectful. No, no, uh, no. Um, but the. The Octo expansion. The okay. <laughs> no. Holograms in the game. Oh, yeah. <laughs> They're the final box. <laughs> the story mode that you download obviously solves their murders. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know, no one believes it because it's set in the world of twist. Splatoon. But yeah, yeah the, the Squid Kids have to take down the corrupt police and solve gang violence in America. Whew, it's crazy. <laughs> they do it with... Pink bombs. <laughs> and they say Nintendo just makes kitty games that don't say anything. I'm telling you, man. Mm. Um, so anyway, yeah. Uh, what other rappers are in the game, David? Let's just say so. Um, no, that's not what happens at all. Uh, Damn. But the, the Octo expansion, you kind of get sort of like the backstory to Pearl and Marina, the like main hosts, kind of like Callie and Marie from the first game. And mm. they redesign them, and Marina gets like 
the Tupac look. She has the bandana kind of tied up on her head and wears like the wife beater shirt. And Pearl gets, who is the shorter, whiter one, gets the Biggie Smalls look where she has the crown like off kilter, wears a giant baggy sweater and a huge medallion. The whole, like, octo-expansion mode, like, it really does kind of go all in on the 80s, 90s hip-hop references. Like, mm. you play on, you ride a subway getting to the various things. Um, a lot of the subway stations are the various levels you go to, and they have, like, very old-school hip-hop references or, like, 80s references. Uh, there's a lot of neon, oddly enough. It all has kind of, like, a grungy, industrial 80s aesthetic. Um, and like I said, a lot of the levels are really fun. They're challenging. You have basic things like, oh, you have to get to the end, but you have a limited amount of ink. Or here's a set of boxes. You have to shoot them into a shape. Like you have to shoot all these boxes to make a, a certain shape. There's uh, one station in particular which can fuck right off where you have to fight like wave after wave of octolings coming at you it is very difficult i beat it once on like my 20th try never gonna do it again nice. um because again like if you played splatoon 2's single player it's like yeah, it was fun it's a little easy uh the octo expansion will kick your ass yeah good. it's a fun that's, challenge that's what dlc should do it should be there for people that want it uh, <laughs> and, uh yeah um are there any uh, like rhythm based uh, sections uh, rap battles um I wish sincerely there were rap battles sadly there are not does you know so you're riding the subway like do the are the stages set in like project housing um <laughs> like is there is there any like hmm. I mean who's Can the you... splatoon who's the splatoon version of Jay-Z Like, you know, can you see somebody like selling crack, and then <laughs> spray him with your uh, <laughs> spray with can, your gun? Can you hold like a sideways? Yeah, is there oh. like a Grand Theft Auto kind of mode where you go around stealing cars and spotting paint out as you, like drive by paintballing or whatever? Uh, you might call that Grand Theft Octo, and that would be oh, the oh. greatest DLC in the history of video games. Can we get a full GTA-based <laughs> DLC for Splatoon that just I'll just take even uh, Liberty City from Grand Theft Auto Three, but you can traverse the whole thing as Splatoon characters uh, and have a set of single player mafia challenges and then like an online multiplayer thing where you're in the city of fucking uh you know whatever squid liberty city squid squidberty city i, I think <laughs> that should happen i feel like I someone could probably mod oh. that's for squidberty that city <laughs> i do love that um because there's, you know, Pearl Marina. They're the new fresh talent. Um, they're dressed like Biggie and Tupac. And then there is Captain Cuttlefish, like the older character. And when you see him, he's dressed up in like a tracksuit with a big metal and wearing sneakers. So he's kind of the run DMC of the Splatoon universe. Like, mm. oh. and I do appreciate that they kept the like, we're going to have hip hop references. We're going to style the older guy towards run DMC. Is it only dead rappers? I mean, like <laughs> Biggie? Tupac, Jam Master J, like, did they choose anyone for this game that wasn't murdered? Um, I'm gonna have to do some research and get back to you. I'm gonna need a list of rappers they reference, and I'm gonna need to cross-reference it with rappers that have died horrific deaths. Because yeah, like, 
if you encounter, you know, an old, dirty bastard of an urchin who, you know, uh, swallows a big condom full of cocaine and then has a heart attack at some point in the Octo Expansion, we got a problem here, man. That's fucking depraved. (laughs) (laughs) That's some crazy stuff. See, this is what I get for trying to be like, hey, they have a Run DMC reference. That'll get John kind of engaged. Everyone is dead? I don't have Jam Master J. This went horribly. (laughs) So what? David, hold on, hold on. What's the goal to get John engaged? Because you definitely did. I yeah. think you just didn't get the engagement you wanted. You just, but you know, you, the criteria me for recognizing that this game is based on dead rappers. I mean, it's kind of fucked up. <laughs> but based on the criteria of is John engaged, the fact that he's doing extracurricular research into whether they're alive or dead means he's very fucking engaged. <laughs> yeah. And, you know. They, they need to keep up the DLC as more and more rappers get killed. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. There's going to be new DLC for uh, XXX Tentacion. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, it's it's going to be cool. Oh, God, what a dark DLC campaign that is. <laughs> yeah. like, it's already dark, John. That's the point. <laughs> <laughs> it's grimy and dingy. It's taking place in squid subways and there's you know, everybody's <laughs> cosplaying as dead rappers i mean it's it's crazy uh, squibberty city and squib row and see oh. it's i mean do, do you want me to spoil the octo expansion storyline yeah yes of course okay well because talking about like oh it already gets dark so your your goal is to go and collect these like things and once you collect them, oh. they turn into a giant blender. And the Ew. whole, like, challenging thing is like, oh, we want to find the best octolings we possibly can. So we can put them into a blender, grind them into paste, and then use that to create new octolings for our, our, for our army. And you're trying to figure out who's doing it. Everything's been given to you by this phone, like an old rotary-style phone. And what you find out is that phone is an AI from human times because Splatoon is a post-apocalyptic game after all humans have been wiped out so that AI is the last remnants of human technology trying to find like whatever species is going to be the best to take over the world weird wow sounds cool yeah Yeah, Splatoon is like Kirby when you look at what the story is it's fucked up man I mean it's funny because that also sounds exactly like what happened to Scott LaRock from Boogie Down Productions. Uh, yeah, it's crazy <laughs> the way these rappers die, man. <laughs> yeah, like, these guys have really done their research. Um, it's, uh, it's Scott cool. LaRock it's got integrated in some kind of artificial intelligence. Mach- like, what? <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah, John, that's what He's I'm saying. Sky- <laughs> Is he Skynut? Is this Skynut? <laughs> That's exactly what happened. That guy's been dead for a long time, and they don't talk about what happened to him. <laughs> uh, and I'm glad that Splatoon's bringing, their, bringing things like this up, man. People need to know. It's it's part of our, our cultural history. Well, not really. It's you know, Japan making these things. It, sh- so. uh, it should be part of our cultural history. It seems we should all know. We should Much honor- like Watchmen taught me about the 1921, you know, bombing and, uh, you know what I mean. Uh, we'll, we'll right. Move on. I understand. There's, you know, there's important things that need to be known, like yeah. rappers who were murdered and then later honored in Splatoon 2. Um, you know, rest in peace, Scott LaRock. 
and uh, all the other things that have come back as Splatoon references. David, anything else on Splatoon 2 or uh, early, uh, early about 90s rap? <laughs> um, is there a character in the game named Big L? Um, I'm just no. trying to think of other rappers that have been killed. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no. No Big and L? If that's, and if that's what your goal is, I'm, I'm going to move on quickly. Okay, that's, a, that's probably right. a good idea. <laughs> Pitter patter, let's get out of it. Game two. Nice, Jesse. Alright, so in 2017, a prototype of this game was found at a flea market featuring an unused song that was likely removed from the final build due to licensing reasons.
Alright. Alright, guys. Let's, uh... See some answers. So, oh wow. Alright. So, Jesse says, I would feel comfortable talking about Moonwalker. David says, Michael Jackson's Moonwalker. And John says, John J. Smith's cancelled forever game. That's correct. This is Michael Jackson's Moonwalker for the Sega Genesis. <laughs> Great, John. John, be 100% honest with me. You chose that game knowing we'd get a hat trick so you could play that sound. No, honestly, I had a different game picked. And then I'm going to pull back that curtain a little bit. John tweeted earlier today and tagged me in a post where he mentioned Michael Jackson. And it made me decide to do this. Don't blame so, me for this. <laughs> I'm not blaming you. I'm just letting you know that actions have consequences. <laughs> mm. Mm. And, but no, I got to think of Michael Jackson's like, yeah, you know, that is a pretty sweet fucking soundtrack. And I love that game. Why don't I just do that? I'm just going to do that. So let's see. Michael Jackson Walker. Because it's been well discussed on this show, John. It came up a number of times, even in uh, episodes in which you did not select it. It's, uh, <laughs> it's fascinatingly well covered by this show. <laughs> it's so good, though. You know, for the people that have not tuned in in previous episodes where I've discussed this game, it is great. You are Michael Jackson. You're trying to save a bunch of kids from getting hooked on drugs. You're running around. You're saving kids from behind doors and bushes and tombstones and things like that. And when you find all the kids on the level, Bubbles the monkey flies in on a shooting star and points you to the boss where Joe Pesci walks out and yells at you for a little bit. And then you fight an onslaught of enemies. Uh, one of them includes fighting a bunch of dogs, which is pretty weird when you say it out loud. And the final I like boss how that's the weird thing about what you have said so far. The final boss is that you turn into a spaceship and shoot down Joe Pesci's spaceship. Uh, and yeah, on, on certain levels, you can find a shooting star and turn into the Michael Jackson robot, which is like kind of cool, but also kind of lame because when you're the robot, you can't actually rescue the kids and finish the level. All you can do is fly around and shoot enemies for a while and that's it so it's like a bonus round to get a high score except who gives a shit about the high score i don't know it's boom michael jackson's moonwalker in 60 seconds or so by john regan game three no uh, yeah <laughs> i'm not gonna do that you, you gotta let us shame you a little bit john have, you know has have any documentaries come out since the last time we featured this on the show so two questions. One, when is the last time that we have featured this? And then two, episode twenty-one, John. It's, wow, it's been a while. Okay, it um, was the one hundredth game we used on the show. <laughs> How so, unfortunate. What year was that? Like what doc? I don't know if any documents had. Honestly, I might be a little bit out of touch. If a documentary has come out between then and now, I honestly, I really don't know about it. And I'm a little concerned that there might be some revelations in that documentary that maybe I missed out on. You really didn't oh hear boy. about yeah. any of that? No. Wow. Yeah. Um, John, have uh -oh. you signed up for Disney Plus? E we're using a friend's account. So, okay. yes. Okay. You watched some of that Simpsons? N not on Disney Plus, no. Oh, well, you know, there's almost every episode available on Disney Plus except for one, right? What? 
No, I did not know this. Why is that not on there? Is is it the episode huh. where they visit New York and it prominently features the World Trade Center? No, that episode is on there. That episode is just fine. So it's, what uh, could be worse than a terrorist incident? Yeah. Hmm. Oh, could God. it be the one where a diddling scandal? Yeah, a diddling scandal got in the way, and uh, you know, there's an episode of The Simpsons where a man voiced by a prominent pop singer spends this pretty much the entire episode hanging out with a couple of kids. Um, John, you really didn't hear about any of the revelations <laughs> involved in uh, leaving Neverland? No, no, oh, I John. honestly haven't. Yeah, real bad, real it's bad. bad. Oh it's shit. Very it's bad. real fucking bad. He is thoroughly canceled. Oh, like, canceled to the point that the Simpsons producers came together and pulled the episode for good, for all future DVD releases. Even like, whoa, you know, it's over, man. No I, more Captain Eon or Eo, whatever. It's so Captain canceled. Eo. Okay, so real talk. I missed out on all of this. <laughs> like, I had no idea. Like. Oh God! Yeah, he's he's uh, way canceled, John. <laughs> like, way canceled. <laughs> uh, I can pick a new game real quick. No, like that. it's oh. okay, John. This is uh, this is right in line. I mean, you can try and uh, come up with something by the end of the episode, but no, this is uh, whew. man. See, and also you t- you talked about that thing on Twitter earlier. That was you know a uh, you know uh, it was a it was a Smash Bros. almost like shit post asking you to pick five new characters for the game as your new fighters yeah. pass. And the last category was joke character parentheses the stupidest thing possible. And that's where I wrote Michael Jackson and tagged you. <laughs> I, I know. So, uh, <laughs> you know, not only stupid in the sense that it would be a terrible inclusion in Smash Brothers, but it would be stupid on the part of the Smash Brothers producers to include the character. Um, that was, you know, that was kind of the joke I was driving at. Uh, though, oh, you know, boy. in fairness... Moonwalker Michael Jackson would be kind of a fun Smash Brothers character. He could throw his hat, he could dance a lot, kick some sparkles. But, you know, I mean, and actually, oh, the one thing I'll say, I would like to see a final Smash that makes all the other characters dance alongside uh, the character. Other than that, yeah, no, John, this shit is over. <laughs> like, final Smash super is canceled. <laughs> final or is a final Smash, ultimate Smash, whatever it's called. You turn into the Michael Jackson robot. Uh, you know, shooting See, star comes in, turn to him, boom, 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 boom. Destroy yeah, everybody. And then, and then you but get when arrested. You're, when you're fighting him, everyone else's final smashes, they watch Leaving Neverland, and he's canceled from the rest of the match. Yeah. That's what happens. <laughs> <laughs> um, so let's just uh, let's pause here, and let's say that I picked Super Mario All-Stars. <laughs> How no, about let's not talk about that? that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez, Chad. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is a necessary discussion about uh, you know uh, canceled games, cancel culture, and your need to uh, just constantly be a provocateur. Quite I frankly, gotta keep up with this shit. Yeah, you do, man. That you know, Jesus God, God damn. You, know, you got any R. Kelly that, games you want to feature on the show? <laughs> As I say, you really need to like keep your finger on the pulse of Michael Jackson. I mean, that's yeah. a like hot news topic on a constant <laughs> basis. What's hot on the street? Yeah, it's, it's, Seriously, the fact that he was a news topic ten years after his death it's, uh, I can't believe you didn't hear about this, John. I'm glad, no. glad for you that you didn't watch the documentary. I didn't it's, either. I heard enough about it to know I didn't want to watch it. I was fine being done with the guy. <laughs> so, 
I can't believe that they pulled that episode of The Simpsons. I mean, I can believe it, but like, <laughs> see, like, I'm damn. and I, I, I don't mean to question you, John, but I wonder why they pulled it. If it was because of that, or if it was because of like licensing Michael Jackson's voice was too expensive or something. Oh no, it the- was thoroughly no. because of that. <laughs> okay, I was going to say because I yeah. know that in that episode, Michael Jackson doesn't sing because they could only afford. To hire his, his speaking voice and not yeah. his singing voice. Yeah, his double is the one doing the singing. No, they they made like press releases like, yep, we, uh, you know, pretty much once everybody saw fucking the Leaving Neverland documentary, it was like, okay, yeah, everything that we ever did involving this guy, uh, we're sorry, and we're gonna just kind of pull it from rotation. I don't think a lot of radio stations have you know pulled his music because it's just prolific and whatever. But, uh, yeah, The Simpsons made it pretty clear that they were pulling that episode from rotation, like, in all syndication markets, uh, you know, on all streaming services, like, that episode's gone. (laughs) That's hardcore, because Disney Plus has stuff that has that warning at the beginning saying, hey, by the way, this hasn't aged well. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Lady of the Tramp has... None of the are warning. This movie contains someone... Uh, who's charged with pedophilia. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so you think but, they could just slap a mm. warning in front of that episode of The Simpsons, but like, I guess not. I guess it's, that. It's I mean... Ooh, it's kind of right. gross. I, I got some Googling I gotta do. That's... Because, yeah, I'm way up. Whoa! Whoa. No, I'm that really is not the phrase you want to be using. <laughs> <laughs> this is getting worse. I got some internet <laughs> searches I gotta do. <laughs> Uh, Got to coordinate with Pete Townsend and do some internet searching. <laughs> <laughs> that one's also going over my head right now. Don't worry. I about also it. Don't, don't know. Don't Google it. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. Just stay off of Google, especially stay off Bing. You know. Just, <laughs> just get off the internet. <laughs> oh boy. Indeed. Well, patter, patter, let's get at her. All right, so I yeah, guess I'm, I'm never I'm playing this game again. I'm not asking if there's anything else, man. <laughs> yeah. I'm pulling this game from my shelf of my favorite Genesis games and uh, moving on to game three. End <sighs> of an era. R.I.P. Moonwalker. Game three. Did not expect that. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
this game um, in one of the characters houses there was a picture of Donkey Kong however it was replaced with a picture of the main character's sister Thank you. 
play that hat trick sound. Alright, we got uh, Banjo Kazooie from John, Banjo Kazooie uh, from David, and oh. Conker's Shit. Bad Holy shit, Johnny. The poop song. Oh, that threw me off. Come on, all the fart sounds. Who do you think it was you Conker? You yeah, know, okay, I, but then did you listen to the last song? <laughs> no, I wrote it down. I was like, okay, I'm good. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Ah, Johnny, I'd expect no less. Sorry for throwing you for a loop on that last one. It clearly influenced your uh, your thinking. Um, man, Banjo-Kazooie. What a oh, classic. So good. Yep. I Great pick. I think uh, the main reason I picked it was I've been playing Smash Brothers every now and then, and just I love playing as Banjo Kazooie on that game. Like he just—he's like one of the one of my I would say top five perfect Smash Bro characters. Like, like he's just for me when the way I play. Um, like there's characters. I, I like to play as, and then there's characters I think I'm pretty okay with, and it's like Kirby and Banjo. Like, I love playing as Simon, but I get fucking kicked in the face still. I love playing as Mega Man, still get fucked. But when I play as Banjo or or Kirby, I feel like I have a chance, and and I just and and the way they do Smash Brothers characters is they just have them, you know play like they would play in their games but in Smash Brothers and it's just it's ha so cool how they do it no they did a fantastic job with them and the only thing uh, that I don't like as a guy that doesn't play as Banjo-Kazooie very much is playing against Banjo-Kazooie and having to deal with those goddamn gold feathers other than oh, that, yeah. love the character <laughs> what a guy uh, or what a team um yeah no the, it, it, I, I do love just the uh what was it? There was a video that came out. Um, did you probably David saw this? Uh, where when you're doing the like standard A attack, like you do the like you know the punch punch, and then you start pecking his Kazooie. If you hold down A, um, like it does the rapid attack that you know yeah. hits for yeah. you know, chip damage or whatever. Did you see the video where they determined that that is uh, that attack? The pecks sync up perfectly with the banjo Kazooie theme song. Oh my god, that's amazing. Oh it's yeah, I did see that. Crazy. It's like but in pecking form and it's just like yeah. how? Like how did they get that much attention to detail? Like that's crazy. I I wish uh. I had whatever Masahiro Sakurai smokes. Cuz you know Seriously. he's sitting like in his little Japanese cubicle office there like Okay, so you you want like Banjo Kazooie to have a like a rapid attack? It's like, <sighs> make it sound like a banjo. Yeah. Well, we can't make it sound like a banjo. It's like make it perfectly in rhythm with the song that Grant Kirkhope is making for the soundtrack. Okay, boss. <laughs> we can do that. <laughs> so, like, I I'm not sure what you're asking. I said do it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it's very, uh, very Mr. Burns uh, casino. Just, yeah, Sakurai with tissue boxes on his feet and jars of urine all around him. Uh, no, it's not a Howard Hughes thing. It's a Mr. Burns casino thing. <laughs> I love the idea of Sakurai wow. being Mr. Burns with Sakurai, which is like a vulture perched behind him. <laughs> Do as I say. <laughs> uh, yep, uh, I can see it. 
Because, I mean, how else do you get things done when it comes to Smash Bros. stuff? I mean, Jesus God, he's got so much to do. You know, he's got to be a bit of a, I don't know, mogul. Uh, like a, you know, almost a dictatorial figure, right? I mean, he can't just be a nice guy. Um, I don't know, he seems like a pretty chill dude. But that's the that's the key. So does Mr. Burns. And then, uh, <laughs> drops, I, uh, you drops down a pit, or drops a weight on your head. <laughs> uh, I remember when I got Banjo and Kazooie and start, first started playing in Smash Brothers, I had a very up and down feeling. Because, like, obviously I sat down, it's like, played through classic mode, played some matches, it's like, okay, you know, He's cool, but like I don't, I don't see what the the huge appeal is. Like I get he's a fun character, but he's not like I don't I don't get it. Like everybody's talking about how amazing he is, how wonderful, and how great. It's like he just he seems like he's a, a normal Smash Brothers character that's been there since the beginning. And that's when it dawned on me. It's like yeah, Banjo and Kazooie probably should have been in this game series <laughs> from the beginning. Like. He feels yeah. like an N64 character in Smash Brothers. Like, oh yeah, because he would have been an N64 character in Smash Brothers. Yeah, God, yeah. that would have been perfect because he wouldn't have had that fucking Wonder Wing attack. There was no side B attacks in the original Smash Bros. <laughs> so it would have been perfect. <laughs> we need to, you know, deprogram him and put him back into that original game. <laughs> I'd, uh, I'd be fully in support of that. Uh, Smash Brothers 64 uh, re-release. For, I don't know, like the Switch Online uh, free Nintendo 64 game service featuring demade characters from Smash Ultimate. That can't be that hard. I don't you see know, what the problem is. <laughs> so that whole side B thing, that still gets me every time I play a new Smash Brothers game. I forget the side B attacks are a thing. Right. Like, I go and I, I just want to do a B attack while moving, and I have to, like, remind myself, no, John, ever right. since. Everything after Smash Brothers 64, this is a thing that you gotta, yeah. you know, it's a different move now. Now, see, I have the problem when I go back to play Smash Brothers 64, I'm like, you know, throwing side Bs, and it's just like, oh, wait, <laughs> nope, that's not what that does. Hmm. Where is Link's Shoot. bow? Yeah. What the fuck? Ugh, <laughs> God. Um, yeah, no, uh, Banjo has belonged in Smash all along. I'm glad that he's finally in. And, uh... Yeah, love all the music they had in Smash Bros. We're not talking about Smash Bros. Though we are talking about Banjo Kazooie, right? Yes. Right. Cool. Um, Which, so when's the I last time you played, played Banjo Kazooie? <laughs> uh, this afternoon um, <laughs> on the Xbox. <laughs> oh, of course. Part of the the rare replay uh, collection. And is and, that on uh, Game Pass too? Good God. Yeah, it is. Oh man. So you can play wow. Jet Force Gemini and stuff Ooh. like that. Uh, all right, fine. David's going to buy that Xbox. <laughs> hey, you got also, him. <laughs> so, just so you know, the GeForce Gemini has a new uh, control scheme to fit your Xbox controller. So, like, uh, it plays a little bit better, like, you know. It's actually like a twin-six uh, shooter, and you can shoot using the trigger buttons? It doesn't have, um, like, that weird strafing to it. Yeah, it's it's just been optimized a little bit better for the controller. Yeah, mm. Good. Banjo Kazooie is still so great. I just got to Treasure Trove um, Bay and Cove. It rhymes, yeah. man. Come on. <laughs> it's it's so very just charming and wonderful. What's your favorite stage in Banjo Kazooie? Go oh, around the man. horn, Jesse. What you know? What's your favorite? Uh that springtime one. That's really good. Click clock wood. Yeah, there we go. Click clock wood. That one's good. David, what do you say? 
You know, it's getting to be that time of year, so maybe it's just the season, but I'm nostalgic for that freeze-easy peak. Yep, that's, uh, that's a great pick. It's also my pick. Johnny, what do you got, man? Oh, man, so there was... Um, fuck. No, there's a beach level, and I remember there was some puzzle just that had... Like, there's some secret or <laughs> Easter egg in the beach level where you ground pound a bunch of letters, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And, like, there's, there's a regular puzzle in there, but I remember there's some Easter egg that came out, like, a year after the game came out. They're like, hey, guys, did you know that if you pound these letters, you get, like, something? God, I don't remember what it was, though. Cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know. I'm yeah, sorry. A- I, I'm looking it up now. I'm trying to figure this out. Well, while Johnny's doing that, yes, he is talking about Treasure Trove Cove, and I do remember the Easter egg he's talking about. I don't remember what you had to spell, but yes, they're, you know, that game's just rich with Easter eggs, some of which don't get paid off in that game and barely get paid off in future versions of the game. Like, you know, come on, we all remember the ice key. I mean, <laughs> yeah. You know, wasn't it, love that key. Wasn't the, the puzzle in Treasure Trove Cove where you got a new, like, transformation where you turned into a washing machine? Hmm. I mean, you definitely got that from Mumbo at some point, but, uh... I seem to remember, like, you had to do, like, a ground-pound puzzle, and then you could turn into a washing machine. I mean, hmm, yeah, I don't remember if the (laughs) ground-pound puzzle was involved in that, but yeah, I remember that setup. It's like a room that's, like, top-down, it looks almost like a slide puzzle with letters in it. You gotta ground-pound them and spell something. It's underwater uh, at first. Oh, yeah, you gotta drain the room and then start ground-pounding them. I just got uh, to that part. (laughs) Yeah, no, in terms of, uh... Where Mumbo accidentally turns you into the washing machine. I don't remember where that is. I love that that's in there and it serves no purpose. <laughs> like, uh, what a guy. Um, that Mumbo Jumbo. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think, uh, you know. So, there was a, a thing called Shark Food Island that's like submerged in the water. And yep. I think on Treasure Trove Cove, you can type in cheat out of the sea rises to reveal more secret prizes. And it rises out of the sea, and then you can go into it and go to a stop and swap. Or there's a stop and swap bag, or whatever that is. But that is that is a long cheat code. Like you have to ground pound each individual letter. Okay, yeah, I definitely time. did not know that. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know. <laughs> Jesus God. I thought you were gonna say it'd spell out like mumbo. <laughs> it's like I remember. <laughs> no, don't. Uh wow. Impressive. Um, yeah, ma- you know, maybe that's it. Maybe it's a big th- secret thing to unlock. Uh, what's his face? The the cheat book, Cheeto. Um, he was cool. You know, it's a book that gives you cheats for the game. I mean, you know, I miss I miss cheats. Whatever happened to cheats? Like being yeah, programmed right? into games. You know, like uh, some of my best gaming memories involve cheats, uh, especially back in the back in those Nintendo sixty four days. Or, you know, maybe not even cheats, but just codes. I mean, you know, it was like... Was, did you call everything in GoldenEye a cheat? Or was it a code? I mean, like, DK mode, paintball mode. Cheats or codes? I, say, I don't know. I, I remember calling them cheats. Right. Oh, my God. I found the list of cheats for Banjo-Kazooie for Treasure Trove Cove. They all rhyme, and they're all very long. <laughs> like, they're Hit so us, John. Let's good. hear them. All right. So, would you like to... Um, let's see here. Remove the ice cube blocking Freezy-Z Peak... Type in cheat, it's your lucky day as the ice ball melts away. Whoa. Or huh. Mad Monster, if you want to unlock the Mad Monster Mansion level, uh, cheat at the Jiggy Snowman, at the Jiggy Snow, oh my god, what does this say? Sorry, it's all spelled out, it's one big word, it's really the hard to read. one big word, right. 
At the Jiggy Snow made hole into the mansion, you can stroll. Wow. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah okay. right? See, these, these are so crazy, they undo my desire to cheat. Like, <laughs> that's cheat fascinating. Smash Grunty Face's eye. It's cheat. Grunty will cry, and now you've smashed her eye. <laughs> like, who would Good ever God. figure this out on their own? Like, like, how would you know any of these unless a rare employee, like, you know, your uncle that works at Rare came to your house and told you about them? That had to be in a player's guide somewhere. <laughs> like, you can't just assume that, you know, anybody's even going to think to type in cheats at that fucking puzzle. Uh, you know, I, I don't know. Yeah, what do I know? Uh, Banjo-Kazooie's great, though. Uh, you know, I, uh... I kind of wish they could write the ship on this series. I wish, like, Microsoft could just, like, sell it back to people who are willing to make new Banjo-Kazooie games. Like, you know, ukulele's all well and good. G you know, get Banjo-Kazooie uh, back to fucking, you know, the Platonic ground. I, I, I said it's all well and good. It's yeah, <laughs> it's not Banjo-Kazooie. Uh, yeah. There, I feel there's like people I... out there that will honor this series. <laughs> I feel like I need to go back and play Banjo-Kazooie, because I remember enjoying it, but I don't, I don't know, maybe it was because I never had it, and I just kind of rented it, but I don't remember this game being so high up as everybody else, like, everyone else seems to love this game, and I enjoyed yeah. it, but I don't know, I don't, yes, Jesse, um, as you make passive facial expressions to dismiss <laughs> me for our podcast <laughs> listeners, like, well, I mean, I'm not it's, saying it's know. a bad game, I enjoyed it, it's just maybe because I never owned it, I didn't get that kind of love that everybody else did. You do need to have more than five days with it, like, you know, five, you know, cons like, five consecutive days or, you know, or whatever more, not, no, not just, like, ch taking your chance on renting the same copy of Blockbuster again. Because, yeah, it's kind of game, you, the, especially as a kid, you had to put in time and learn your way around, and there was so much stuff to collect and so much fun stuff to explore, and you just wanted to kind of, you know, there were times when you just wanted to goof about and, you know, use your fun flying ability and, you know, see how high you could fly and the levels and stuff like that. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, the, I mean, the game's great. It's it's up there in the, uh, the Nintendo 64, like, platforming pantheon. So, yeah. I, uh, and I think rightly so. I, you know, it's probably not aged perfectly, obviously. You know, what game from that era has. But I think it's, uh, I think the game's a fucking blast. Like, it's, uh, it's a lot of fun. You know, uh, you know, and see, but that's the thing. I, I'm a Donkey Kong 64 defender. And everybody knows that Donkey Kong 64 is just Banjo-Kazooie times five. So it's, uh, <laughs> it's just a little, uh... I don't yeah. know. It's a little tough to go back to these things, but it it's was five uh, collectathons, and yeah, collectathons. Yeah. I feel like have from like Nintendo sixty four collectathons have not aged well. No, you know? not particularly. You gotta you gotta do a little more on the puzzles these days versus just walking and grabbing things. So yeah, but man, maybe they can make a new uh, new Banjo Kazooie that has a little bit more of a uh, little bit more of the puzzle you know aspect, some some jumping puzzles and you know whatnot. Uh, you know, a little bit less of the music notes and the gingos and the jiggies and the feathers and the eggs and the grenade eggs and the mumbo statues and the bear statues and... So uh, to say, uh, I am I glad felt... that, like, ukulele and a hat in time, like, there are games where if you want that 3D platformer collectathon, they still exist. And I'm appreciative yep. of that. I yeah, still need you know to what get doesn't you know what doesn't exist is memorable cheat codes like give the bear lots of air if you only get infinite air in Banjo Kazooie. See, I feel like I did like, remember that one. I, you know, that had to be published in a Nintendo Power at some point. 
And what's crazy is, I mean, Rare was doing that since like Donkey Kong Country, right? Because I remember Down Y, Down on Y, also known as Diddy, D-Y-D-D-Y, -Y, being a code in Donkey Kong Country to like on like a bone solve or something like that. Um, right. Like I just did that. Uh, I was playing Donkey Kong Country over at my uh, my nephew's house. He's got the SNES Classic, and I started uh, as right before I started a new game. I did the barrel code on the you know the state like the <laughs> game select thing, and then you know we're playing and he like died a couple times. He's like. Wait, do we have 50? I'm like, yeah, we have 50 lives. <laughs> it's like, how do... Huh? <laughs> I'm like, don't worry Barrel. about it, kid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't even tell him. I just blew his fucking mind. Probably should have <laughs> just told him. But, <laughs> you know, whatever. I like being mysterious. Yeah. <laughs> Uncle John knows how to get 50 lives. He'll never fucking tell his secrets. <laughs> uncle uh, John, who knows the shit out of Nintendo. <laughs> yeah, I'm finally that uncle that works at Nintendo, as far as these <laughs> kids are concerned. So. I just got you 50 lives in Donkey Kong Country. Oh, that's amazing. Don't worry. Pretty soon we're going to play Contra, and I'm going to blow your fucking mind. Mm-hmm. Just wait, kid. I'm going to get you Sim City on the SNES. Oh, boy. Your budget numbers are going to look great at the end of the year. <laughs> Don't you worry about planning a thing. <laughs> uh, anyway, Jesse, uh, anything else on Banjo-Kazooie? Yes, one of the uh, top N64 collectathon platformers. Um, how does Kazooie shoot eggs out of her mouth and her butt? <laughs> Man. Game, Game four. <laughs>
Okay, so uh, a bonus level in this game that tasks the player with collecting one million roses is not a joke and can actually be completed, leading many hardcore fans of this game to modify their controllers to manipulate the joysticks to do it automatically for them.
How's everybody feeling? Great. Meow, meow. Jenny, you want to be more specific? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna write what Jesse just said. Alright, so, Johnny has changed his answer to properly say we love Katamari, as do, uh, same thing with Jesse and David, it's a hat trick. Yes, Johnny, you have to say more than just Katamari, goddammit. Um, oh, what was the name of the first game? Oh, Katamari, Katamari Damacy. Yep, nope, I realized that as soon as the words came out of my mouth. That's yeah. my bad. <laughs> What's the <laughs> word that always comes after Katamari for the most part? <laughs> uh, not really, actually, only in that first game. Uh, Katamari Damacy, we live Katamari, Katamari forever, touch my Katamari, uh, yada, yada, yada. So Katamari is the key word in the whole series. But the series, uh, the game is not merely called Katamari. So uh, that's like the dark and gritty reboot that'll come out here in a few years, directed by Christopher Nolan. Just uh, Oh, God, I have never wanted anything less in my life than the gritty reboot of Katamari, Damacy. Oh, man, this sounds uh, Snyder great. Cut. No, it <laughs> fucking doesn't. Katamari <laughs> Snyder Cut. Oh. oh, God. Batman v. Katamari, Dawn of Damacy. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Christian, Christian if we Bale keep going down Katamari this hole, guy. I will quit the show. <laughs> <laughs> I oh man, no, I'm titillated by that prospect, but no. Thankfully, this series, uh, I believe, lays dormant. Uh, thank God, um, because uh, you know it can't be hurt anymore. It's it's a great series. It had a good run. Uh, the original creator jumped off that train pretty early on. <laughs> And, uh, you know, it's, uh, I don't know, it's a lovable series. Um, this, uh, you know, I chose the second entry because uh, I was going to choose the first entry because, you know, I just felt like going back and playing some music that I fucking love for this episode, no matter how obvious it is. And, you know, I love the fucking Katamari series. And then I listened to the episode in which I used Katamari Damacy. And, uh, sure enough, I used, like, my three favorite songs from the game in that episode. So I'm like, hmm, well... Maybe I'll listen to, maybe I'll pick songs from uh, We Love Katamari. Uh, those are still just as good. But, uh, yeah, what a series, what a soundtrack, what a, actually, you know, what a great game. Actually, didn't you, I know you mentioned that the creator, like, left earlier. Wasn't We Love Katamari his last game? Like, I th didn't he, like, quit after the second game? Um, I think he quit, like, before this one, even, like. Okay. Yeah, it, uh, I, I feel like he didn't want to do, like, even do this one, which is ironic because the second one is all about, uh, like, people reacting to, uh, okay, no, I'm sorry. He did make the second one. He jumped off after that, so he didn't, he didn't make Katamari Forever or anything subsequently. I was going to say, because that would be very odd because the second game is all about how much people love the first game. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's like, hey, that, that was great. Can you do more like that? Like, all the levels are just people, like, can you, can you make me a Katamari? It's like, um, yeah, I guess. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll do it. And then, uh, I, and I say that, you know, we need like a dark and gritty, like, prequel to Katamari, but we kind of already got that with We Love Katamari because it explores the origins of the King of All Cosmos. Uh, you know, I don't remember the story offhand, but you can see a bunch of adorable cutscenes with the, you know, little, uh, little young king, uh, and how, you know, he has problems with his papa. And then falls in love with the, the lady that he marries. And, 
Yeah, I don't know. It's you know, yeah, god damn, it's wacky. I love it. I mean, you know, I feel like there's something, you know, some kind of significant falling out in the king's family involving a strawberry shortcake. I, I don't know. It's just yeah, you know, just Japanese as hell, and I love it. <laughs> it's just the best. Um, but yeah, and you know, the games are charming. Uh, you know, bigger levels, crazier crap. You know, more Katamari cousins to roll up. You know, love all the princess cousins. Uh, it's just a you know a game with a lot of charm, and uh, I, I think every every time that I've brought this series up on the show, I've talked about the next game that the guy uh, is gonna make for the series. Uh, that guy who has a name, and it is Keita Takahashi. Uh, you know, he's been working on, and I, I still think it's like yet to be released. I feel like he's been working on it, you know, since. Uh, you know, like for like the last six years, um, it's called Watam, and it's supposed to be like a, like an interactive like VR game where you're like stacking weird things, and there's clouds that poop rainbows, and all the typical stuff you'd expect from the developer of the Katamari games. Um, and now that I've uh, said that, stall long enough. Apparently, yes, Watam is slated for release. This week, it's coming out on December seventeenth. So, wow! Time for Wadham, folks. Get ready. <laughs> yeah. That's really why I chose this. It's because you know I'm honoring the you know upcoming release of Wadham for uh, the for, for the PlayStation Four. Uh, yeah. Although uh, I, I do need want to go back because you were talking about the the Prince of All Cosmos and all of his cousins. Didn't they do like they created those? For a multiplayer mode, wasn't there a multiplayer or like a co-op mode in We Love Katamari? Uh, yeah. Which you know, I don't recall that going all that well because there was definitely a co-op mode where you could both put your. <laughs> they call it a co-op mode, but it used one controller. So what do you really have here? Um, <laughs> but you know, two cousins, two sticks. Oh my god. One controller. Uh, but no. Then there's also a cooperative mode with you know two controllers. Uh, but you still have to work together to maneuver one Katamari. So it's not like two Katamaris going in the same area. It's you frustratingly working with a friend to try and roll one ball. <laughs> so there's no, like, split-screen co-op. It's just you have a stick, I have a stick. Let's I don't argue about the, this. The, uh, there was one... There, uh, there was definitely a versus mode. Um, and I can't remember... Oh, wait, yeah, no, that's in... It, in the first game and in this game, there's also a versus mode. But no, there's no split-screen co-op, which really is a shame. Because just imagine how terrifying it is for those little, uh, you know, cute little Japanese people with one Katamari rolling around, let, ar- let alone two. <laughs> like, <laughs> it would be just fantastic. Just the mayhem that would be caused by, you know, people being sandwiched by Katamaris and just... oh. God, you know, I think they need to make a... A, a, a movie. A, an MMO, man. It's about, you know... <laughs> oh, MMO. Okay. Yeah, just <laughs> constant. You know, just, you know, so many Katamaris going on. And, you know, the mission is to eventually roll up an entire Earth worth of, like, worth of stuff. I think it'd be fantastic. And you could, you know, it could be Grand Theft Katamari. It could be, like, fucking, you know, run rolling around. You could just, like, suck up other players who have smaller Katamaris than you. I mean, come on. That'd be a, that'd be a blast. But more accurately, it's probably a very daunting but programming task. But can you go task. bowling? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's perfect. You're playing as a guy who's got plenty of cousins. You can go bowling with your Katamari. It, you know, it makes perfect sense. <laughs> yeah. Prince, it's your cousin. Bring your Katamari. We're going bowling. 
<laughs> Prince, it's little Jacob. I need you to roll up all the guns. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is uh, this is the FBI agent, and you're working for me now. You're going undercover with your catamari, and you got to roll up the drugs and do some morally questionable things. Uh, now the real question then... is: Can you get your catamaris over to Squidberty City? See, yeah. Oh man, the Katamari Splatoon crossover that takes place in Squidbirdie City would be just fucking phenomenal. Like, ugh, just that imagine actually, like uh, mm, that. Actually, uh, would be cool if it was like you know a co-op Splatoon mode where somebody is there's a Katamari coming at you and you have to focus all of your fire on the Katamari to push it backwards. Yes, you know, or you know, you like you can just. There's Katamari mode where you're, like, you know, picking up as many things as possible to make the Katamari as big as possible, but then the, it can be, split, like, sprayed with Splatoon goo, and, you know, as it's rolling around collecting more things, whoever's sprayed it with more goo, it covers more of the levels, so it's kind of like a, like an all-time quarterback in, foot, you know, in, like, uh, touch football. Like, whoever's got more of their color goo on the Katamari as it completes its mission, it helps them win the mayonnaise and ketchup Splatfest. Oh, God damn, it's wacky. <laughs> or we just, like, do the crossover where there's a new Splatoon, like, super weapon that's just a Katamari, and you roll it around, leaving a trail of goo everywhere. Yes. And then, of course, that leads to the dark and gritty reboot, where, uh, you know, fucking, like, super power-armored Batman is uh, the king of all cosmos. It's, you know... I think it's a fantastic idea, man. There's, Where the there's fuck a did lot Batman of... come into this? Like, we're going to cross over Katamari, Davasi, and Splatoon. All right, so when Batman shows up... Wait, what? Well, they couldn't... It's the Snyder Cut. It's the Snyder Cut, man. They couldn't get the original director back, so they got Snyder in. <laughs> Katamari versus Splatoon, Dawn of Damacy, and Squidbirdie Cities. <laughs> Directed by Zack Snyder. It, it makes sense. <laughs> okay. I think we just found our episode that title. Is, like, okay, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> yes. And also, it's like, that makes sense. Like, I've never heard anything make less sense in my entire life. <laughs> hey, 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 you're not supposed to call shit out like that, man. Jeez. You know, Act like you've been here you're before, David. Oh, come on. <laughs> you know, you got to acknowledge the insanity sometimes, man. Um, but yeah, no, the game's a blast. Uh, there's a bunch of, you know, fun levels where, you know, you have to... Uh, roll up specific objects, or like you know, they have the they have the one where you have to like roll up, uh, like m and make a snowman head. Uh, there's ones where like uh, the mission is to roll up the like uh, roll up a ball big enough to hit like the biggest of an object. There's one it's like all bears or like all cows, uh, and like you have to roll up a catamari and avoid rolling up. All the small, tiny little bears. You're graded on how big of a bear or cow you can roll up. And so you have to avoid all these other tiny little bears and cows. Like, you can literally roll, like, you know, a foot away in the first, like, five seconds of the thing and roll up, like, a teddy bear doll. And it's like, well, that's it. Yeah. It's like, wait, what? No, I only got one object. No. <laughs> Don't take me away. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's cool. It's a lot of fun. There's a lot of fun levels. And, uh, you know, that leads me to... The uh, very necessary tie-breaking lightning round for tonight's episode. Lightning round! Alright, fellas. So, uh, you know, we're going back in time on GTT, and we're talking about fun levels in Katamari. And uh, it's time to do a little lightning round about themed 
levels and themed episodes. A little little lightning round I like to call GTT or Katamari. Uh, I've got a list of themes, and you have to tell me if this is a themed level in Katamari Damacy slash We Love Katamari, or a theme for an episode of Game That Tune, or both. <laughs> so uh, so it's, we'll it's, it's this, that, or both. Yes. Okay. And let me just check the scores to see who we should start with. We should naturally start with John Regan because he's got the <laughs> lowest points. And yeah. then let me work out the order from there. Ow. Cool. Yeah, it's impressive that he hasn't gotten everything right. So, yes, we have to start the lightning round with him. All right, Johnny. GTT or Katamari siblings? Uh, Katamari. That's correct. Yeah. There's a uh, level in Katamari where you're trying to make Gemini and you're rolling up as many siblings as possible. Right. It was family members. Okay. Not specifically uh, siblings. Right. Well, specifically twins, like twin things. No, uh, I mean, like, we had a, a GTT episode that was family, but not siblings. Uh, which leads me to my second question, <laughs> David. Family. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with GTT. Uh, there is also, <laughs> it's actually both, because there's an episode where it's all about rolling up all the cousins uh, in uh, Katamari, and we love Katamari. So, sorry, David, gotcha. Jesse. Girls. Uh, Katamari. That's actually both. We've done uh, episodes about all you know games where you play as a female protagonist. Uh, yeah. yeah, ladies' and, name. And there's the uh, there's the Katamari uh, level where you're trying to roll up as many girls as possible to make the constellation Virgo. Uh, Johnny. School. Uh, GCT. No, that's Katamari. Ah. You've got to roll up as many of the students as possible by a teacher's request. <laughs> Man, that's weird. All right, David. We'll, we'll get you back on track with this one. Bortles. Uh, game that tune. <laughs> that's correct. There was no Katamari level themed around Blake Bortles. <laughs> Sadly. Really? <laughs> what? Unbelievable. Ugh. It's going to be in Watam, though. It's going to be fantastic. Yeah. All right, Jesse. Ninjas. That's definitely GTT. Yeah, GTT. That's correct. No ninja-themed level of category, obviously. That's a damn shame, too. I mean, there, yeah, there really should be. Like, you have to, you're in danger of getting your uh, Katamari slights in half, <laughs> or you got to roll up, like, as many k katanas as possible. <laughs> roll around like a giant Japanese castle. Yeah, it's just shuriken littering the floor. <laughs> uh, Johnny. Fish. Like the animal or the band? God damn it. How would, how, mm. <laughs> exactly. That puts way guess, more cancer. Mm -hmm. I'm guessing. Game over sound. Katamari. No, John, that's both. We've done episodes what? about. We've done an episode about yeah. fishing, and there's an underwater level oh. where you have to collect as many fish as possible. Uh, fishing. That makes sense. Okay. Yep. Great. Great job, David. The number fifty. <laughs> I'm going to say Katamari. 
That's correct. We did not do a themed episode around the number 50, but Katamari has a special level where you can only collect 50 items to make the biggest Katamari possible. Well done. Uh, okay, Jesse. Friends. Oh, well, that's uh, both. Oh. It's only GTT. There's no Katamari level, just about friends. Friends. Thank you. <laughs> uh, Johnny. Spooky. Both. No, there's a surprising lack of spooky Katamari levels. That is Man. only a GTT thing. Ah. Ah, okay. David. Underwater. Katamari. Ooh, it's both. It's gotta be both. Have yeah. you done both, an baby. underwater theme? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Did we pretty do recently too yeah it was pretty recent I, d- I definitely remember making the episode art I couldn't remember okay. that's alright Jesse flowers Katamari that's correct no GTT episodes specifically about flowers <laughs> yet, yet. Uh, <laughs> Johnny fire Katamari. That is correct. We Love Katamari yeah. also has a very fun level in which you've got to uh, light the biggest campfire possible by ca- catching the Katamari on fire and then rolling it into a campsite. Uh. Alright, David. Guns. GTT. <laughs> That's correct. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> so, so there's no oh, way a man. Japanese game has a level about guns. I'm oh, <laughs> so <laughs> dope. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jesse Softball Oh, okay uh, I thought you were saying this one's going to be a softball <laughs> No, the, <laughs> no the, the question The, the uh, oh. theme I'm asking about Softball <laughs> um, Katamari No, that's GTT We had the so- Oh, it was easy stuff Softball okay, games yeah. <laughs> yeah, John's being uh-huh. tricky these all right, Johnny. I was like, how many games are about softball? But <laughs> Which I feel like the, the redo episode should also be named softball episodes. <laughs> Perhaps. Uh, Johnny. Cancer. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, God damn it. <laughs> this is this is hard. Like have we done an episode about cancer? Like signs of the we? well, signs of the zodiac. Maybe that's what I'm trying to think of right now. Like, is John trying to fuck with me? What is this? I'm gonna say both. Oh, John! <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> no, man! <laughs> it's only Katamari. <laughs> Because <laughs> you're making constellations. There's a constellation yeah, okay. called Cancer. So I was on the right track. That is about the. About yeah, we just know. haven't done a cancer themed episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ, John. <laughs> yeah, nor, have we done an episode about crabs? I don't think we've done an episode about crabs oh, either. Not we yet. Got, oh, we got some great episode ideas coming out of this lightning <laughs> round. <laughs> okay, David. Can you compose yourself? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, that was the funniest uh. thing I've ever heard. 
Uh, okay, David. Wrestling. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I love seeing you get real tickled. Wrestling. Uh, I'm gonna say both. No, Katamari. <laughs> no, we we've never done a wrestling episode. I don't believe so. Not. Yeah, not specifically. No. Huh. Yeah. Wrestling's come up, but not yeah. as a whole theme. And there's that a is, there's a level in we love there's a we love Katamari level where you have to make the biggest Katamari possible to take out the biggest sumo wrestler possible. It's dope. <laughs> All right, Jesse. Racing. Both. That's correct. There's a fantastic Katamari level set at a racetrack where the Katamari's constantly moving forward. And, uh, yeah, it's a lot of fun. All right, last round, last go around. Johnny, apes. Okay, so I know we've done GCT apes, ape that tune. Katamari? I'm going to say just just GCT. That's correct, just GTT. Woo! All right, David. Candy. <laughs> Sweet theme. <laughs> I, I'm going to say Katamari. That's correct, David. There's a fantastic level in We Love Katamari where you've got to take down the uh, Hansel and Gretel house that's made out of candy. <laughs> and finally, Jesse. Space. Uh, both. That's correct. And quite obviously so. I mean, come on. It's about it's a game about making stars, people. <laughs> uh, Alright, so. I should have been tabulating the scores. Hold on. Mm-hmm. Ah, oh, crap. <laughs> I have to make it easier to tabulate. Let's see. Johnny got three. Jesse got... Oof. Five, and David got four. Johnny, start the computer. Calculating computer activated. Computers, beeps. George Lucas learning his dick of <laughs> Scoring complete. Oops, oh shit, sorry. Hold on. Dramatic pause. This game's winner is... Jesse Moore. Yep. Oh yeah. You kicked ass on that lightning round, Jesse. And uh, you know, fantastic. What a fantastic game. What a fantastic show. Good times. And uh, you know, let's uh, let's keep the ball rolling to the next episode, Jesse. What do you got in mind for a theme for our uh, for our upcoming show, episode one hundred eighty three? God, can you guys believe it? I will give you twenty dollars if it's games with cancer. <laughs> oh. Good luck. Uh, no, sorry. Uh, I'm just going to pick 2019. It can either be a game from 2019, maybe your game of the year, or a game that you played in 2019. That way Johnny can participate. Yes, good idea. It's uh, The year's winding down, so yeah, let's just do a 2019 game. I think that's uh, that's a great idea. You know, As we ease on into the holidays... 
We still have not firmed up whether or not we're going to do a recording the week of Christmas. So this will be nice. A, a little year in review. Some great 2019 games coming up on next week's episode. Great episode tonight, guys. What a lot of fun. Um, yeah, I, I'm not trying to you know toot my own horn, but uh, I think that was one of the better lightning rounds I've come up with in quite some time. Uh, oh, no, that was awesome, yeah. <laughs> I love being able to get self-referential and very, very silly. So, uh, you know, that's, uh, that's what happens when I bring Katamari to the show, baby. And, uh, yeah, what a great episode. What a lot of fun. Thank you to everybody who's watching along live with us. We're live every Wednesday night. We're uh, on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. Search for Game That Tune. We're in podcast form on uh, the following Wednesdays. Search your podcast device for Game That Tune. Uh, listen and enjoy. We appreciate you guys listening in podcast form. Uh, thank you to everybody checking out Patreon. Patreon's the home for fun exclusives. We've got uh, new stuff coming up for the uh, for the end of the year. We're going to wrap it up with GTT Gyms. we got new Covered Up coming. We've got some end-of-year mixtapes and whatnot that we're working on. So, uh, you know, we got we got some stuff coming for, for our patrons, and we appreciate you guys uh, keeping the faith over there at Patreon. Special thanks to the Super Fan Tier producers, Alex Messenger, Lance Revere, Damian Beckles, Bradford Stevens, Daniel Perky, and Chrono, all fantastic guys and fantastic supporters of the show. No requests tonight, but we do appreciate every time we get a request, so get your requests in with your fantastic 2019 soundtracks. Hit us up uh, in our Discord server uh, in the request channel. Hit us up on YouTube uh, over there in the uh, GTT radio chat room. Hit us up, gamethattune at gmail.com, or find us on Twitter at gamethattune. You can also find us individually on Twitter. I'm there at jgangsta187. You can find John Regan on Twitter at... jpregan.jr. You can find David Fleming on Twitter at... DFD Fleming. And you can find Jesse Moore, this week's winner, on Twitter at Sega underscore legend. Yes. Hell yes. Jesse, you've got bonus tunes to take us home. What do you have for us? Um, it's Weird Al doing the poker rap. Of course it is. Uh any explanation behind Okay. <laughs> well, last week I picked uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield. And that is a game from 2019. And so you're and redoing so the bonus tunes from last week's episode. Fantastic choice. Peace out, everybody.
Splatoon 2 is copyright 2017 Nintendo of America Incorporated. Michael Jackson's Moonwalker is copyright 1990 Sega Games Company Limited. Banjo-Kazooie is copyright 1998 Rare Limited. We Love Katamari is copyright 2005 Namco Limited. Alright, play that hat trick sound. Whoops. <laughs> Not that one. Or or just keep playing the song. Jeez. <laughs> no, so you mentioned US Gold, but like, I don't think they published like the home ports of the arcade for like Commodore 64 and Atari and all that but the Genesis was actually developed and published by Sega so I don't know if you want a different take on that one on that copyright <sighs> I mean the name's gonna be bleeped anyway <laughs> who cares what the copyright is